0: Yo, yo, what up, what up? Welcome to the WTF Should I Do With My Life podcast. I am your host, Jacob Sokol, and I am stoked that you are kicking it with us today. Thank you for pressing play on that iPhone or computer or whatever the hell you press play on. It's an honor to get to invade your consciousness with the wisdom upgrade, hopefully. So here we go. Let's, let's jump in today. Um today I want to I want to kick it with you a little bit more um personally and you know I wrote a blog post this week that was super personal and I'm going to do an audio version of the blog post right now. So I'm going to read you the post and we're going to kick it together for the next few minutes and I'm going to open up in a way that you know I haven't necessarily opened up before. The title of the post is my is excuse me what my fear of being gay taught me. All right, so let's jump into it. I had a suicidal day about six years ago. Yes, that's after I started Sensify, which is a life coaching company. And no, the irony doesn't escape me. So I couldn't explain it at the time, but in hindsight, I was having a panic attack and I was trying to grapple with massive amounts of uncertainty about my future. And even more scary uncertainty about who I was. It took me 10 years to learn this excruciating lesson that I'm about to share with you. But first, let's rewind for some real talk about how this all started. Growing up, I had this big time shame that I wasn't man enough. And it came from everywhere, from society, from hip hop, from my pops. You know, so I was always afraid of being seen as feminine but as a teenager, I didn't understand the difference between being feminine and being gay. It seemed like the same shit to me. And so I'd obsess over this question, am I gay, am I gay, am I gay? As a scared little boy trying to validate his manhood, I did everything I could to prove I wasn't gay. And as I grew up into my 20s, that scared little Jacob He was still inside of me. He was trying to prove his heterosexuality by doing manly man shit like kickboxing and racing motorcycles through rush hour New York City traffic, just sleeping with as many women as he could. But no matter how many notches I got under my belt, every so often there would still be this voice that came into my mind and said, but you're gay though, stop pretending. Now this wasn't the voice of wisdom, intuition, or truth. It was the voice of fear, the voice of shame, the voice of not-enoughness, and I tried everything I could to make my mind shut the fuck up already. When the external action didn't work, like the kickboxing or motorcycling or having sex, I tried to cover it up internally with all this personal development stuff like affirmations and mantras and meditations, but there was no amount of self-improvement that could make up for a lack of self-acceptance. Let me say that one more time there was no amount of self-improvement that could make up for a lack of self-acceptance that's a whole separate conversation i'm excited to get into with you in the future let's get back to the story here while while i was on my blog Sensifi, i was preaching about knowledge of self being the gateway to happiness but i still didn't know with 100 percent certainty that i wasn't gay and so it was bad i mean really bad Like so bad that I considered taking my own life one day. And so I pulled out my journal and I listed all the reasons not to. All the reasons to stay alive. And the only reasons I could come up with were people's names that I cared about. But even then, I was so ashamed of what these people would think of me. And at this point, the voice in my head was pounding, pounding. That shit was so loud that I could barely hear my own thoughts. I finally decided, okay, fine, if I'm gay, let me be gay. And I thought that'd be enough to quiet my unrelenting mind that just wouldn't stop yelling at me. But even after facing my fear and leaning into it, that questioning, am I gay, am I gay, am I gay, didn't stop. And that's when I learned one of the hardest lessons ever. It wasn't about making peace with being gay or not. It was about making peace with the fact that I'll never know. When I came to accept this idea of I'll never know, that's when I found peace. Now fast forward, currently one of my superpowers is the ability to thrive in uncertainty, which is why I can be such a sense of support and give so much peace of mind for my clients when they're scared to take risks and move forward. So here are five jewels of wisdom from this story that you can apply to your own life. Number one, Learn to make love to uncertainty. There's a Tony Robbins quote that goes, the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably live with. So, where in your life are you looking for certainty or trying to pick the perfect choice? And how can you expand the amount of uncertainty that you can thrive in every day? Number two, what you resist persists. The more you push something away, the more force you give it to come back at you. So if you've got OCD, this especially applies to you. What you resist persists. The more you push something away, the more it's going to come back at you. So what have you been resisting in your life? And what would be the worst case scenario if you were to stop fighting it? Could you live with that? Lesson number three, breakdowns lead to breakthroughs. When we break down, we finally give up on the way we've been trying to control things. We think control keeps us safe, but more often than not, that shit just keeps us trapped. So, how can you ease up on the need for control and trust that things will work out? Lesson number four, suicide is necessary, but not physical suicide. It's a death of our current identity, our persona, our ego, this is life's way of guiding us toward reinventing ourselves more authentically. So what parts of yourself have you been holding on to that it might be time to let go of? Where are you people-pleasing and pretending to be someone that you're not? And the final lesson here, numero 5, 5 I believe relationships are everything when it came down to that moment where I was thinking about taking my life the only thing that would come out of my mind is why I should stay alive relationships they're everything but we spend so much time sacrificing them to focus on our success and ambition there is no happiness without without quality connection so what's one action you can take right now to strengthen and appreciate your relationship with a friend or family member take that shit Now. So I'd love to hear some of your answers to these questions in the blog comments. You can head on over to sensify.com and look for the post what my fear of being gay taught me. And in conclusion, nobody really knows shit. And anytime you find yourself stressed, anxious, or trying to control things, remember. We're all just flying through infinite space on a tiny rock at 67,000 miles per hour with no inherent destination. Now, if you want to enjoy that ride a bit more, it's time to make peace with the fact that it's okay to not know or have everything figured out. That's part of what I call having a solid inner game. And next week, I'll be inviting you guys into a free comfort zone challenge to help expand your sense of what's possible. While becoming more confident, navigating uncertainty. If you want to make sure that you get notified about notified, notified about that, head on over to Sensify.com and sign up for the mailing list. That's S-E-N-S-O-P-H-Y.com. With love, especially for all my dudes, I'm out of here, Jacob. P.S., still yet to bang any dudes, but we'll see how that goes, and P.P.S., Everyone is on a spectrum of heterosexuality and homosexuality. Nobody is completely straight or gay, and our social conditioning has much more to do with our sexual orientation than most of us acknowledge. The ancient Greek philosophers were super gay, and tons of hardcore thugs hook up in prison, keeping it gangsta. So that's the post. And I hope you enjoyed As I mentioned in the post, I'd love for you to join us as we expand our sense of what's possible and become more confident navigating uncertainty in the weeks ahead. There'll be some really cool free opportunities to do that in the Sensify community. So make sure you get on the mailing list and uh, don't miss out on that update. Until next time, we'll talk soon. Peace, homie. Homeboys and homegirls, thanks for rocking with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, then you're going to want to check out the Inner Game Immersion. It's a 10-week process where a select group of people join me in playing full out and becoming the best versions of themselves. Through an uncommon mixture of comfort zone challenges, mind training techniques, heart opening exercises, productivity hacking practices, energy optimization tweaks, accountability systems, and world-class coaching, you'll have the tools and support to grow more in these 10 weeks than some people do in 10 years. You can find out more by going to playtheinnergame.com, playtheinnergame.com, all right, yo, Talk soon. Peace.